How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Continuing on, Cardinals lose today. They fall to the Braves and get swept in the three-game series. But the game action has kind of taken a backseat to everything going on with Tyler O'Neill and Oliver Marmel. I guess from a game action standpoint, people also talking about the struggles so far this year of starting pitching. We'll talk about that and much, much more. He's one of our favorite people to bring on to the show. You see him on Channel 2 and Channel 11. He is Daniel Esteve. He joins us right now. I got to sit next to him for like an inning today uh, during the game. We had a good chat, and now we'll chat on the radio. Hi, Daniel. How's it going, man? Good. We can uh, we can skip all the formalities because we we spoke earlier. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I think it's better to say I got to sit next to you rather than you got to sit next to me. Uh, I came to your spot. You didn't come to my spot. So I think I got to sit next to you. Yeah, that's just because I was too preoccupied with waiting for the hot dogs to be ready up in the press box. But you, uh, you were. That would have been coming your way regardless. You had <laughs> you had your eye and your nose pointed towards the little, uh, would you call that a cantina? What is that? What's that little area called? Honestly, I like the flavor of, of cantina. It's yeah. nice. It's okay. quaint, yep. and it's got everything you need. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a cantina as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what's what's your overall, like, wide-ranging takeaway of this whole O'Neal Marmal thing? The O'Neill Marmal thing is probably one of the more interesting things I've seen come out of the early part of the season. And I think a lot of it stems from just the overall positivity after – spring training, Tyler O'Neill coming off the WBC, him mentioning to both uh, me and a couple of the other media members that this was his best spring yet. He felt like it was his best offseason. He had moved to St. Louis, was spending a lot of time at Bush Stadium training, and just felt like his body was more prepared than ever. And for it to just come off this opening day home run, very high note, to where it is now so quickly, it's, it's just bizarre, I think, when you're looking at just one word to describe it. Yeah, and even if it's going on behind closed doors, like maybe some people would have taken note of whether he was running hard or not, but a lot of managers would have probably tried to diffuse the situation immediately in, in the post-game press conference. We've seen the opposite of that from Marmel, and he kind of doubled down on it. And then Tyler O'Neill, I think somewhat to his credit, he has defended himself. He feels like he's right in the situation as well. Like I, I just... You don't remember times where a couple guys who are not overly confrontational or anything are talking so openly kind of in dispute of each other, if that makes sense. 
oh, it's such a candid conversation between these two guys. The only problem is they're having the conversations with us, and it seems like they're not having the conversation with each other. Now, that's all speculation. You don't know who's talking to who at this point. And you've got to imagine with how much of a pro Tyler O'Neill is and how much of a professional Ali Marmol is, they are having those conversations. But for them to be so open, I understand players react differently to the things and if you ask me, Tyler O'Neill in the pop-out today was sprinting to second base harder than I've seen all year. So you never know how people are going to react. But, I mean, I don't know. There are a lot of ways you can go with it. Tyler O'Neill talked extensively as well about just wanting to play a full season injury-free. You can maybe give him the benefit of the doubt that somewhere deep inside him he's, you know, trying to conserve his energy or conserve his body with, you know, 85%, 90% rather than giving it all out on every play. But if he's saying he's going all out, you know, you, you want to hope that that's the case. And it just it's just interesting that that conversation doesn't seem to be going on between him and his manager. Yeah, and the other side of that, too, is like we don't – we don't know what's been said between those two. We don't have an intimate knowledge of kind of the relationship between those two either. I guess the only thing that kind of jumped out at me was O'Neill did see some seem somewhat taken aback by the fact that this did become such a such a public deal. Yeah, and, and when you ever see a player that's surprised, you know, you want you want to assume and, and assumptions are, are a bad place to go typically, but if he's that surprised, you want to assume that there hasn't been the, conver- the conversation or the communication you'd expect between player and manager first. And as much as us media members want to feel like we're getting in on the, the inner details of the players and getting our, our, uh, our little hints at what's going on in the clubhouse, you know, you, the conversations are going between and inside the clubhouse between the players and the managers first. That, that's what you have to assume every single time. And to think that that's not happening is, is more bizarre than, than the situation itself. You'd think that conversation, if there's any discomfort this early in the season, has and will continue to be going on between Ollie and Tyler. And that's what you hope for, too, because you never want that confusion to be in the clubhouse and that you know, discomfort, really, to be in the clubhouse this early when you've got a really talented team. Daniel Steve, Fox 2 Channel 11, continuing to join us. I'm of the belief that like anything that happens really in the first month or so of the season – it could mean something, but it could mean absolutely nothing all at the same time. So when I see the starting pitching ERA and I see the Braves scoring a bunch of early runs and things like that, like I, it's hard for me to establish that having any meaningful value or significance at this point. Where are you at? Like, is, Do you take any real strong beliefs out of the first six games of the year for the Cardinals? I'm probably the worst person to ask. Martin Kilcoin will, will understand this as well. I'm, I'm going to find the positives in most situations. It's just my natural tendencies. And right now you're looking at a three-game series where the starters in the first two innings alone allowed 13 runs. But the rest of the way, innings three through nine, they allowed four runs total in three games. So you, you know the productivity and the skill can be there. It's just a matter of finding it. And on the flip side of it, this is the first game today where you haven't had a Cardinals roster that put together 10-plus hits. All last year, the questions early on in the season, over the summer, really not until August, did you see, oh, man, this offense isn't good enough. Oh, we need a new left-sided bat. Oh, we need more power in the lineup. Oh, we need a hitting catcher. All these question marks about the offense. But to me, the offense is there, especially with the come-up of Jordan Walker. Alec Burleson looks awesome. Nolan Gorman took a step back today, but I think he's shown what he's done in the spring. All the guys that Nolan Arenado and these veterans said needed to step up, are stepping up 
And the veterans in the pitching rotation, Adam Wainwright still yet to come back, those guys are pros. I think they will find their stride, and that's what Miles Michaelis talked about today. Yeah, that's not the start you would have wanted. Miles had a slow start last year, too. I think those guys will come around. The bigger questions you had coming into the season, I feel like you're getting more positive answers, and that's on the offensive end. I know you love the good, positive stories. It doesn't get much better than what we're seeing so far from Jordan Walker. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, it's funny. He he tried to dial it back when we were talking to him today, you know, saying it was a tough moment. You know, they were down, and he was trying to lock in, which he did, coming back with a huge RBI double later in the ball game to really spark a potential comeback. But he's such a pro's pro, but he's still 20 years old. When he talked about giving the ball to his dad and his family being in their last day in St. Louis, he was so excited about it. And you just feel like all the hype around this guy, you know, you're going to root for him regardless. But the fact that he's giving you things to root for right off the bat, a six-game hitting streak to get the season started. I think I tweeted out a couple weeks ago or last week that DiMaggio better be on the watch because his hit streak (laughs) record is going down. You know, it's so early and it's all a joke, but – I mean, man, the productivity is there, and it's so great to see not only for any young player, but for a kid as well put together and as, as good and, and positive as he's been. It's You just love to see good people doing good things, and I feel like that's been the story for Joan Walker. You know how much I love the game of baseball, and I want to see the game of baseball grow, and I want kids to be able to watch the game. And yeah, he, He's still 20 years old. He's not he's not 12 years old, but we were at a um, uh, radio folks were at, um, at, at a luncheon that the Cardinals put on earlier this week, and there was a discussion about the fact that a lot of, a lot of kids are already kind of choosing Jordan Walker as their their favorite player and I just I love the idea of a young cool player playing for the Cardinals and giving uh, a bunch of kids just a, another player to really look up to and it, you know it reminds me that's hilarious that you say that because last year I did this silly story where I interviewed eight-year-olds or nine-year-olds mm-hmm. that were baseball players and their parents at this baseball field out west And the kids, you know, I'd ask them, I'd be like, who's your favorite player? They'd say, oh, you know, it's Jack Flaherty or it's Albert Pujols. And every time they said Albert Pujols, I said, oh, cool. Um, How old are you? And they're like nine. I'm like, oh, he was in the league before you were even born, my man. And I asked this one kid, I'm like, how old is Albert? And he's like, man, it's just crazy how good he is because he's like 64, right? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I asked his mom about it, and she's like, it's really sad because he's my age. And you think, yeah, man, these kids weren't alive. But now they have a guy like Jordan Walker who's been so hyped up. Naturally, this is the guy that they're going to grow up watching. The, The Albert Pujols for people 15 to 20 years ago could potentially be the Jordan Walker that these kids now look up to. And, uh, and I can't think of many better role models, even at 20 years old, for these young kids to look up to. And that, that goes for so many of the Cardinal players, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, all these guys, you know, just such a great clubhouse. You want to, you want to see them do good things. And, and I think this quote-unquote slow start um, is, isn't indicative of just how positive this team can be moving forward. He is Daniel Steve. You see him on uh, Channel 2. You see him on uh, Channel 11. You follow him on Twitter at Daniel J. Esteve. Daniel, thank you so much for the time. Always enjoy our chats. We'll do it again real soon. Appreciate it, Matt. Have a good rest of your night, all right? All right, you too. There's Daniel Steve joining us here on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. And uh, the Jordan Walker thing, it is, I just, he's so likable. He is so incredibly likable, and he's following that up. Small sample size, six games in, all the normal disclaimers that we do. 
He's following it up with uh, with with quite the performance to begin his major league career. All right, what the man? This hour went fast. This hour went really fast. One more break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one, hour two. Uh, we'll get into some non-baseball stuff, but we'll continue the baseball conversation as well. We got a lot to get to. Two hours can't uh, isn't enough time for this show tonight. We're back with more in a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.